Hello, good morning to you all. So today's topic is the benefits of exercise and mental health. Now you might be thinking, boring, you did all of exercise, if you better, yeah, sound. Thing is, there's been a new massive meta review. It's crunched data from 97 meta analyses. Those meta analyses included data from more than 1,000 randomized clinical trials involving more than 128,000 people. It's the most comprehensive study on exercise and mental health to date. What did the study find? Now, don't shoot the messenger. Do not be offended by this because everyone's got their own take on what helps with their mental health. But this is what the result showed. Exercise was as or more effective than counselling or medications that alleviating depression and anxiety. So some of the highlights, moderate intensity and higher intensity exercise offered more mental health improvements than lower intensity movement. According to the researchers, higher intensities may be more effective at regulating brain levels of serotonin, a mood-regulating brain chemical, and norepinephrine, <laughs> which boosts alertness and attention than lower intensities. Workouts don't need to be long. People experienced the most benefits when they exercised for roughly 30 minutes most days of the week. Though all types of physical activity were helpful, some types outperformed others. Resistance training seemed to offer bigger depression benefits, whilst yoga and other mind-body exercises provide, provided more help for people with anxiety. And what we mean by resistance training is any type of training that you're, you're lifting weight or you're using some resistance bands or cables or even your own body weight, something that you're resisting against or pushing, right? So it's important like, to note yeah, that a lot of people will go, well, exercise is better than medication and therapy, so what's the point? Not, not better, but as equal to or better in, in, in some cases than medication or therapy, so don't bother doing medication or therapy. No, you need the holistic approach. If you're on medication, but you're not going to therapy, you're not exercising, best of luck to you. You're not going to get anywhere. If you're on medication and going to therapy, then brilliant. You're using the medication to kind of get out the house or whatever, go to therapy, speak about things. If you're doing therapy and exercise, that's even better. You know, when you look at um, being able to talk and then having that outlet, right? But if you then, if you do require medication, right? And this is not for everyone, you know, there's been, there was a... There was a weird push for like antidepressants, I would say. There was a big push to take them a few years ago where everyone was saying, yeah, you know, you've got the chemical imbalance in the brain and stuff. And then a massive research study came out and said, you know, that it's not, that's not true. And actually um, the medication themselves are just kind of making people feel a bit like numb or whatever and didn't actually work that well unless the other things were either on top. So the medication allowed people to take actions that did help them. Right, that's kind of the consensus is going towards, right? So if you're listening to this and you're on medication, you're going to therapy and your exercise regime isn't there, give exercise a go. In I think it's in New Zealand or is it Canada, maybe both. The first line of treatment for anyone that's depressed or with anxiety is exercise there. You know, they don't give you anything else until they do the exercise first. So it's important that we look at this holistically and it's 30 minutes of something that's going to get your blood pumping around make you sweaty challenge you you know 30 minute walk isn't really going to do that even though some people can say the 30 minute walk is exercise not really enough the intensity is not there you know you're not feeling after like wow i pushed myself there 
And that feeling of pushing yourself for a workout is awesome, right? So you push yourself, you can feel great, 30 minutes, you sweat in, all the great endorphins are rushing about. Just happy days. Um, and again, I can't cover every specific case here. There are very severe um, issues that people need medication and way more advanced treatment for that cannot be covered in, in, a, in a podcast by me, right? So I'm not claiming to be able to talk about that stuff. That's why we got Ryan Williams involved and stuff like that. Um, but we do underestimate nature. We do underestimate exercise. We do underestimate moving the body. Um, I know a lot of people recommend the book, The Body Keeps the Score, a book on trauma. When you read that, it's very clear that it's a very, it's not just a mind down approach, it's a body up approach. The body must move, the body must feel, the body must feel good, the body must be in tune with nature, with the surroundings, right? So that it can, t- so it can you know, sink in with the brain. The body can sometimes go into like a lizard mode or whatever he mentions, where it's like shuts down, doesn't move. It's kind of like both things have got to work in tandem. So this is great news, you know. This is very good news in a sense, like they've done a massive research study on this because when you think about what we need to do day to day to feel healthier, happier on all this stuff, it's the basics, 30 minutes of exercise. If you want to do it daily, you can do it daily. If you can do three or four times a week, brilliant. We know as well that it's only 90 to 150 minutes a week of exercise we need to do to get the health benefits. I'm not saying just the get lean, burning calories, but like the general cardiovascular health and stuff like that. And we know we only need to do about six to 10,000 steps a day to get the health benefits of activity of walking as well. And we know as well, we don't have to focus on all of the micronutrients and the macronutrients. We have to focus on all of that stuff. You can just focus on calorie intake, which is your energy and your protein to start with. You don't need to go more advanced than this. You don't need to worry about if your salt is two grams or three grams. Some of you got specific medications and conditions that may need to do that. Most people don't need to worry about whether vitamin D is at 110% RDA or 90% RDA. You don't have to worry about if you're taking magnesium and all this stuff, right? Most of us are worrying about all these small things, this and that. There's hundreds of metrics that people are looking at. When if you just ripped it all away and were to start, and you could only pick five building blocks of health, right? There's thousands of building blocks out there, but you could pick five building blocks for health. It would be those basics. It would be your steps. It would be your calories, it would be your protein, it would be your resistance training, right? And the fourth one for me, you know, you're looking at, of course, water intake and stuff like this, but I would say the fourth one for me would be something to do with mindfulness, whether it's like a journaling, whether it's sitting on your own, just like observing, whether it's the yoga or meditate or the the calm app, stuff like that, right? It's one of those types of like mind releases or mind dumps so you can really factor it under those five but why is it and this is a question for you to ask yourself why is it that we're always looking for more why aren't we covering the basics you know i'm doing the jiu-jitsu classes now than six classes and it's interesting when you think about how imagine i just decided i wanted to do the intermediate classes which i need to do 60 classes on the beginners to even be able to do the intermediate classes, 60, right? Then I've got to do 120 classes at that to do the other one. So imagine I turn up and I'm on, you know, lesson 9, 10 and building some confidence and I start thinking, you know, okay, I want to go to intermediates now. 
And they go, no, 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 no. You've done the basics once or twice. You've got to do the basics over, over, over. And you're always learning something new because you're a different person every time you step on the mat, every time you go back to our training. There's another day's passed, time has passed, right? So when it comes to health and fitness, we're all trying to go to the lesson 60, we're going to the lesson 90, we're trying to jump to brown belt and black belt. And you just can't do it in these martial arts. They laugh at you. You walk out, get away, you can't do it. They don't even allow you. But when it comes to health and fitness, there's so many people out there going, you want to train with me? Are you beginner? Yeah. Okay, sound. Let me give you the toughest workout you'll ever do in your life five times a week. Let me give you real low calories. Let me do cardio after the workout. Let me give you like a protein intake is so high that you're going to think, what the hell at this fucking bodybuilder's level? We're going to increase your steps to 15,000 a day. And you're gonna really, you're gonna have to meal prep everything. You're gonna have to eat clean meat, clean, quote unquote, clean meals. You know, you, they jump straight into this kind of like crazy type of like level when most people don't need to go to the brown belt, black belt when it comes to nutrition, right? Because the, the real black belt of nutrition is the basics. And you speak, I know you speak to the black belts in jujitsu, and they say it's always the basics, you know, even the black belts, you know, they learn these fancy techniques, but. Do they use them all the time? Probably not. Do they kill, still cover the basics? Yes. So you might decide after a while you've done your protein intake, you've done your calories, you've done your steps, you've done your three workouts a week resistance training, you've done your journaling. Now you might start thinking, well, my energy levels aren't super great in the day. Maybe it's something to do with the foods I'm eating or the timing of it. And you go, yeah, okay, if you've covered the basics and you're happy to add something else in without missing out on the basics, you then start thinking, Okay, well, maybe my breakfast needs like more complex carbs and I need to eat added fats and protein as well. You try that out. Experiment with it, right? Or you might say, well, I really want to focus on building muscle in my legs. And you go, right, you're working legs once a week here and it's like quite like it's not got much volume in it. So maybe we try like two leg workers a week. We add more volume in, you know? And then you start looking at other stuff like your fat intakes, like your fat intake doesn't want to be too low, but you're like, well, my fat intake quite low. Maybe if I increase my fat intake and increase my calories, but see what happens. You know, there's a lot of things you do as your journey goes on, but you still don't have to do them. You can live a completely healthy, happy life without looking at all of these metrics, but you can learn them if you want to, but you've got to go through the basics. So this is a real good study for you to take in today. Um, it makes me feel better about trying to live healthier anyway. Cuts all the shit away. Um, so today go and do some exercise go and do something for your mental health and think about the analogy of like trying to skip class and go into lesson 60 70 80 when you're only on lesson eight or nine go back to the basics today do them over and over if you think it's boring it's just how it is uh, nothing it doesn't have to be exciting you don't have to always be changing things up for things to work that's another flaw we have we're always looking for shiny objects shiny object syndrome is called you know, you need to forget about those things. It's the basics. Everyone will tell you this is successful. Writers, athletes, people are good at their job, people that are good at anything will tell you they've just done the basics over and over and over. So when it comes to your health, why do you think that's any different? Ponder that and I'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. So enjoy. Speak to you soon.